Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on August 8th, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions. A local advertising agency, Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, your actualized visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At your actualized visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling Your Actualized Visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what Your Actualized Visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose That's what we talk about here on the South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you today? Oh, Joe, I'm well. I am well. I am having a great time. You know, um, I have uh, uh, family in town. uh, My nephew has been staying with us he's visiting from florida and we've been running around having all sorts of fun the last two weeks and unfortunately he goes home tomorrow so i'm very i'm very sad i'm very sad that he's leaving so uh but we've we've been having a really good time as um just a couple of recent highlights uh last night we went to the new calaveras mexican restaurant uh in riviera village on it's on avenue i in the old the former casa pulido space and it's very, very good. If you haven't been there yet, got to try it. We went last night. The place was packed. Um, really, really very good. A good, good addition to the village. Um, the night before that, we had our National Night Out block party, which was a ton of fun. Um, as you know, I started organizing it. Uh, this was the third year. You know, I've been sitting around. You know, you know, it's so funny. National Night Out has been, I think this was the 36th year. And it's like nobody ever heard of it. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, I think since I started posting it to my website when I, you know, eight years ago, um, and slowly but surely, uh, people are getting it. Um, uh, this year, uh, Hermosa Beach, the city of Hermosa Beach, did a national night out event. Uh, the city of Lomita did a national night out event. There was one down on the Esplanade, and then there were several, you know, individual block parties. One of which was ours. Uh, we get mm-hmm. a permit. We get those off the street. Um, uh, it's national night out was, was created to form community partnerships with, uh, residents and their, and their law, their, their police officers, their, you know, their police department. Right. And so we had, a, we right. had a whole crew from, uh, our city police department come down or our police chief came down to our block and, uh, it's just good to know, you know, it's good to know you know, who's serving your community in that capacity. So uh, that was a lot of fun. And in between, we've been going to concerts and we went to movies. We went, we, we went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was interesting. I loved it. JB hated it. Austin had no idea what was going on. Uh, no, it's it's funny because, um, no, it's funny because we remember the Manson story 
you know, the Manson murders. Yeah. Uh, he didn't, he yeah. didn't know about it. You know, if you weren't alive when that was happening, you, you, unless you're a, a voracious reader of, of recent history, yeah, you don't know about it. So he was very confused, whereas John and I were sitting there knowing what was coming and waiting for it. So it was, it was different. I enjoyed it, though. It was very good. Um, and, you know, so we, we've been running around a lot, having a lot, tons of bike rides. We took another bike ride last night. And, um, yeah, so we've been having a good time. So um, his, his time with I us will come to an end tomorrow. Yeah. That's wonderful. And, 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 as you know, my, my niece and her husband are going to come and stay with us uh, very shortly. And we're very excited. Um, newlyweds, and uh, we're we're kind of looking forward to showing them California. They're from Texas, and I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And of course, I it took me a time it took me time to get uh, to to reevaluate my impression. I think it's a better movie than I first felt when I left the theater. <laughs> Because it was so plodding in the beginning, um, but anyway, I'm going to uh, see it again. You know, yeah, you know, we'll we'll have a more in-depth discussion about that another time. Um, but yeah, you're right. I know exactly what you're talking about, and and that was the reason JB hated it. He was like, "There was no story. There was no story. It was all yeah. over the place." Anyway, so um, anyway, so um, we're gonna have. An information-packed show mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Today, you know, Jackie, what we're going to be talking about today is, is of course, the the South Bay is, uh, you know, variously called these different things. The South Bay is not Long Beach. The South Bay is not San Pedro. The South Bay is about nine cities. And, of course, you know, the beach cities for most of Manhattan Redondo get a lot of the press for the South Bay because of AVP, which is a globally televised event uh, when, it, when it's held both in Hermosa and or Manhattan. Uh, but the South Bay is expanding, Jackie. I mean, the, the, the thing we know about the South Bay, and we just had recently um, some great real estate people on, is the, the, the impact of real estate, the the, the impact of people wanting to live in the South Bay because of the better school systems. Uh, but it's expanding in that way because several of our surrounding South Bay communities, they're definitely in the South Bay. The home prices are going up. Uh, things are happening. Streets are being cleaned up and things are being, you know, just improved. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to see who's on our Who's going to be our guest today, Jackie? Guests, plural. Uh, our guests. Our guests this morning are Heidi Butzin and Eric Bowman. Now, they're the dynamic duo leading the Lomita Chamber of Commerce with a mission to help Lomita thrive and businesses prosper. Heidi and Eric are both serial entrepreneurs and have been, been business and marketing consultants for well over 25 years. They own and run a brick-and-mortar business in Lomita called Social Workplace, which is a co-work office and meeting space, and Localista Media, which is a marketing agency. Now, Heidi is a South Bay native and has been an active leader in the business community for the last nine years. Now she's taking her business savvy and experience serving in leadership and board roles for local chambers of commerce and several business associations and applying it as the president and CEO of the brand new Lomita Chamber of Commerce. Her partner, Eric Bowman, is was practically born an entrepreneur. At 10 years old, he launched his first business selling flowers from his mom's garden door-to-door to his neighbors in Seattle. Three years later, he would write his first software program, and at 18, he created the catalog system for Seattle Art Museum's rental gallery. Leaving Seattle in search of the sun, Eric brought his tech-savvy talents to L.A. to assist a number of companies with infrastructure and automation by developing custom software. Since then, Eric has helped numerous businesses launch and grow through his command of digital and social media marketing and sound business advice. Now a 28-year South Bay resident, Eric is sharing his wisdom and unbridled creativity to help businesses through the Lomita Chamber as a business advisor. Now, Joe, this morning we're going to learn what's, what's new and exciting in Lomita. We're going to hear about a couple of uh, the Chamber's uh, upcoming events and the big plans for the future. Uh, Heidi, Eric, welcome to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning. 
Good morning again. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Eric. How are you? Doing well. Thanks, Joe. So this is the thing. Heidi, as the CEO and president of the Lomita Chamber of Commerce, you must know the history is that you know, uh, the, the, when people refer to the beach cities, they typically, you know, the, the South Bay, they typically are referring to the beach cities, Manhattan, Hermosa, Redondo. Lomita isn't generally in that larger conversation when you're talking about home values rising or being very resilient in a downturn like in 2008 and stuff like that. But that is changing, isn't it? Well, um I have a personal fondness for Lomita, so I think this community is extremely resilient. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for the most part, people tend to focus on some of the other uh, cities in the South Bay. Um, you know, Torrance, of course, is our neighbor, and so that's a very big factor of the South Bay. And I'll, being a native to this area, you know, we've lived in Redondo for 25 years, but I grew up in Lomita, uh, went to school in Lomita and Torrance, but, um, and Carson, Cal State Dominguez, go Toros. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, mm-hmm. you know, I, Things are looking up, I think, throughout the South Bay, but especially for Lomita. Lomita has always been a community where um, it's a safe place. It's a reasonably affordably priced. Some may dif- uh, disagree with that, but reasonably safe uh, and, and affordable for families to, to buy a home or to live. And, um, you know, the community here is very close and tight-knit, and I think that's what attracts people to Lomita the most. I mean, the fact that some of these businesses have been around for years and years and years, and the people have lived in the community for years. My family's lived in Lomita going back to the 50s. Um, so, you know, a lot has changed in a good way, which we'll talk about, I know, but a lot really hasn't. And I think that's part of the charm uh, of this very small community that's surrounded by, you know, some, some much larger cities. So it, the South Bay is an ecosystem, and that's really what it is. So all of the local cities uh, really do impact one another, and they all contribute to, I think, the overall culture and, and vibe that the South Bay has. But Lamita is a special place. It is. Um, one of the things, Eric, when you're, when you're talking about business development, or an area is is you're 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 having to set a new path for the general sort of I guess impressions that people have of of an area. How do you do that for Lomita? What's the big tool that you guys want to use to reset expectations and such for Lomita? Uh, well, Joe, um, we're working with the city on a number of initiatives that we hope to roll out next year. Um, but the, the perception from a, from a community standpoint, um, the chamber is putting on community events. So we're going to draw people in from outside of Lamita so they can experience what Lamita is about. Uh, the city itself has redevelopment plans for the downtown area. There's a, the, it's kind of a corner of Lamita Boulevard and Narbonne Boulevard that is, has some really amazing plans that they're putting together to make it really vibrant. Um, hmm. but it, from a business perspective, because, uh, again, the whole idea of a Chamber of Commerce is to support local businesses and to attract new businesses, and to that end, we're working on a program. Uh, we haven't really fleshed it out completely, but it's called Startup Lamita, and that's, that's to bring in businesses from the surrounding community and even slightly further, maybe even Santa Monica, to experience what Lamita has to offer. Wow, um, that's exciting. Um, I I I think that so many different areas of the South Bay are in transition. One of the things we think about is um, the the brewery uh, sort of scene and how it's changing in the South Bay. As Jackie has has indicated, there's a, a new brewery starting up in Lomita and. When a brewery comes in, especially with the with the tasting room, it creates something different than a bar experience. It's much more of a communal, community uh, happening place. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that's making a huge difference? 
sure. Um, well, there, there's actually two new breweries in Lamita as of this year. Uh, Burning Daylight opened earlier this year. Uh, they're right in the downtown area that I talked about. Uh, and then the newest mm-hmm. one is is Project Barley, and they're right on PCH in Lamita. And that um, that I mean, to, to, to your point, it is kind of like a coffee house with beer. <laughs> and and <laughs> seriously, a, a coffee house attracts all sorts of people. I mean, a lot of bars, people go there to get drunk, and that's not what a, right. a brewery is about. A brewery is there to, to actually sample what they're doing and get engaged with the brewers because they're there every day. Um, and it's kind of like, again, a, a coffee house, I think, is a good analogy. Well, and it's funny. Uh, um, one, of the, one of the people that attended our, our mixer not too long ago uh, said, you know, it almost feels like when you're when you're in England, you know, it's the pub. So when it's five o'clock, I, everybody comes out onto the street yeah. and they're all there, you know, right. communicating and, and bonding. And um, you know, right. what's great is you know, we've had that experience ourselves, just going to Burn and Daylight, sitting next to your neighbor at a big long communal table, and lo and behold, the guy knows my uncle who you know who worked for the fire department, and then you start chatting, and then everybody's connected, and it's. It's just it's it's a great feeling and and exactly what I think fits right within Lamita. It is. I it uh, is, I just want to set the. I, I'm sorry, Jackie. Ahead, I, I just have a very quick thing. I just want to set the, the, the expectation and the scene for people is that in England, a young, unmarried female can go to a pub, and it's not considered, you know, un usual and it's not considered unseemly in a sense but of course a young single female goes into a bar that's a different connotation here in the u.s because pubs are meeting places pubs aren't bars in england they're they're social gathering places and they used to be economic powerhouses the concept of a of a trading floor the concept of a, a stock exchange began in a pub in England in the 1700s. This is a whole different concept. Now, of course, the U.S. bars, bars connote certain kinds of activity. Now we're starting to get that pub experience, that coffee house experience now and with alcohol. And I think it's going to be a huge, huge trend socially for America going forward. Jackie? I was just going to say, are we finally distanced, you know, getting rid of our coffee habit? I mean, for so many years when, you know, when Starbucks opened, it was like now all of us, everybody was moving from the bars to the coffee houses and uh, people practically have it, you know, an an intravenous line set up with coffee. So I'm I'm wondering if we're moving away from coffee now and uh, getting to the the tasty craft craft brews. Um, Well, here's the exciting part. You can go to Burning Daylight, and then very soon in the near future, you can walk down the street down Narbonne Avenue and go to Corridor Flow, which is a new coffee house working on their opening. So the coffee's still not out of our veins yet, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, right now. <laughs> you know, it's um, I I used to go uh, work out at a studio in Lomita, and, and and you know the. Lomita literally is you, – you can shoot straight down Pacific Coast Highway from Lomita and be at the beach in like five minutes. You know, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's right there. You know, it's, it's right next to Torrance. Um, so, so it's – I don't it's, – it's not inland. You know what I mean? I mean, it's right there. Um, and, and I used to tra- train at a studio over there, and there, that downtown area, that Narbonne – um, there, there's history there. These streets have character. You know, I love older structures, and I love that there are so many of them still in Lomita that haven't been raised, you know, at, in, at, you know, and put up these shiny new strip malls. You know, it's still a real – you walk Narbonne, and it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an old-fashioned neighborhood feel. And, and, and there's, that's part of the area you're saying where there's, there's new businesses opening. There's a redevelopment plan going on, and 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 it has character, which mm-hmm. so many, you know, we ha- we have 13 small cities in the South Bay, and with the influx of people moving in from other areas and all the building going up, a lot a lot of a lot of cities 
have lost or are losing their character. Um, but Narbonne still has it, and I think that's an important aspect to point out that that's what you want to keep. El Segundo has been successful in, in keeping that, you know, feel of, of community and neighborhood. Um, and Narbonne, uh, excuse me, Lomita has it. So, so I think it's important to, to, to keep that a part of the mix when all this new stuff is happening. Um, yeah, and, and Eric, I think you know part of the part of the vision for the city is to make Narbonne and Lamita more walkable, and, and certainly you know PCH is a very important corridor for the city as well. Uh, there's a lot of businesses on that street, so we hope to get exposure to you know all areas. Not, uh, the downtown is certainly important, but also uh, the PCH area as well. But you're absolutely right. I mean, just really quickly, and, and uh, I just wanted to bring up the, to your point, Jackie. We have these great old historic brick buildings at the corner of the intersection of Lamita and Narbonne. And one of our strong supporters, South Bay Credit Union, actually came into one of those old brick buildings, and they did a phenomenal job. Uh, originally, it was like a, an auto shop going back years, years and years. <laughs> and they've actually kept, you know, the brick, facade, brick uh, building. They redid the facade. It, it, it's in keeping with the look and feel of that downtown spirit. And they've got a huge mural of the original, a photo of the original uh, building and what the original auto shop looked like inside their conference room at the South Bay Credit Union. So it's people like that, businesses like that you want coming into a community to respect, mm-hmm. honor, and preserve that history, but also to be doing something new and relevant. So. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I have to ask. Um, how on earth do you start a chamber? Um, I, that's the big question. I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't even know how to go about doing that. But before we get to that, that's the big question we'll answer later. So <laughs> Heidi and Eric recently opened, um, as I mentioned in the intro, brick-and-mortar business, social workplace. Um, tell us about that. Tell us about how that ca- came to be. And it's, it's it, from every, all the information I'm getting, it's integral to what you're doing with the chamber and what's happening in Lomita. So, so it, it's what's the word I'm looking for, Joe? It's a it's like the starting point. It's the uh, there's a term for it. The uh, all right, I'm not going to get it, but mm-hmm. uh, let's let let's let's talk about that. Let's uh, Heidi, you want to you want to tell us about that a social workplace? Sure, sure. It's like a so, kick, like a Kickstarter. But that's not what I'm looking for. How about a catalyst? A catalyst. Thank you. Like you. That Thank you. That's it. That's the catalyst. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, so um, last year we uh, were actually looking at uh, different properties, uh, and we found a great building uh, here in Lamita. Um, it was built in the '80s, and um, it was built as offices. It was actually a real estate campus when it was originally built. Um, and so we, we saw the space and said, gosh, this would be perfect to, um, to build and create this concept of the co-working concept, which is, you know, coming in and working and collaborating with other people from different types of businesses within the same space. Um, you know, it's a workspace on-demand concept. And we thought, gosh, this is the perfect campus to do it in. And so the bones were good. We built it out and uh, we launched officially last September. So it's coming up on a year. Um, improve the property, and and I'm happy to say that uh, our private offices are, are full at this point, um, and uh, we're looking still looking to grow our membership. But we have you know about 25 or so active uh, individuals who use the space and come in and out as they please. And what's great is it's an opportunity for any of our members who come and work here to come pick our brains, myself and Eric. You know, like you said, 25 years in marketing and business consulting. Um, uh, we're here for that collaboration. And so with that in mind, we're doing lots of different events, uh, business-related workshops. We've done everything on how to podcast. We have a podcast recording studio here on campus. Uh, we've done Yelp workshops, uh, marketing workshops. So we have a classroom space, conference rooms for rent. So to your point, you don't have to go to that, star- that noisy Starbucks if you're trying to do business as a small business or home-based or entrepreneur. You can come here in a professional environment where somebody actually greets your guests, offers them coffee, Come connect to our free Wi-Fi. Air conditioning, hello. This has been really nice being here at our space, let me tell you. <laughs> and we've actually had people come to the space when there's been, like, power outages because they're at home roasting trying to get work done or they can't, you know, plug their laptop in anymore. So they'll come to the space, buy a day pass, and, and actually be productive while they're here. So it's really it, – it's, mm-hmm. it's, 
the concept is something that really is, is in line with my experience, Eric's experience of what we bring together, our marketing companies based here. Uh, we've got some really interesting startups that are going to be uh, based here, uh, which is always fascinating hearing their stories. One started in Australia, and this is, uh, they've grown into Canada, and now this is their, their L.A. outpost. So it's kind of nice to be able to be that, that steward and that guide for the startups that come use the space here and say, okay, this is what you need to do now that you have your business. You need to go get a business license. You know, use our mailing address. We're certified to receive mail. So we can kind of help them in those startup stages. And I think that's really what lends itself nicely to having this be the base for the chamber because we're already kind of doing that and we're able to apply that in a much bigger way through the additional resources that the chamber is bringing forward uh, here sort of at available at the space. So all the benefits that we offer our members of Social Workplace are passed on to members of the Chamber of Commerce. So any one of our members of the Lameda Chamber can come and use our conference room for the reduced rates, which is, you know, ridiculously cheap. And it's just that, you know, extra added bonus of showing people you're a professional. You're not just meeting at a coffee shop every time to do business. So Eric, I don't know if you wanted to add anything to that. I think you covered quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, w w one thing that, that is great about having the chamber have their offices here at Social Workplace is that we can bring in, as Heidi was alluding to, outside resources. We've, we're working with um, the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center out of El Segundo, I mean, out of El Camino. Mm -hmm. uh, they have office hours here at our building uh, once a month currently. And any one of our members can come in and actually sit down with a business consultant for free and get business advice about specific issues they're having running or growing their business. Wow. So that, the, 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 the chamber, the the chamber enables that. <laughs> Eric, this what is, what was that, Joe? Of, of all the things to do to marry free resources uh, that are, that are, certainly available for entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs don't know about them with space, with Wi-Fi, with, with air conditioning. Uh, this is, this is how it should be for all small businesses everywhere. I wish there was something like this 20 years ago when I was launching businesses. Uh, and, and there wasn't, it did, the concept didn't exist. Chambers of commerce have existed forever, but, none of them have really put all these pieces together. Uh, and luckily for us as, as entrepreneurs, we've actually created a, a campus at social workplace that brings in all those different resources. And just, I mean, from an outside perspective, if this was available to me and I was starting a business or I was working out of my house and I was starting to get some revenue, I would love for this resource to be available. Right. Right. Wow. That's well, Joe, powerful. I don't think I, Joe, I don't have you been over to this uh, there the social workplace yet? Have you have you gotten over there yet? No, I haven't been over there yet. It's been okay. a year. I have. I have. I've been there. <laughs> 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 Joe doesn't get out much. You'll have to excuse him. Um <laughs> I've been over I, I've been over there a few times and uh Heidi you mentioned uh you know that you're doing all of these different seminars and Eric mentioned this this uh, uh uh, working with uh, what was it the SB what was it Eric at, with El Camino SBDC the Small Business Development Center uh, they're associated with the SBA but they're based in uh, uh, El Camino okay so you're doing all of this out of the space but Joe they're also doing uh, social events um, it's not all work right. they have a lot of play there uh, you they you do you you have your monthly mixer uh, thirsty third Thursdays I I love the alliteration thirsty third <laughs> Thursdays uh, uh, where you open your doors and and people can come in and uh, and uh, it's it's a it's it's obviously networking meeting other business people uh, I guess people get to see the space while they're there and you're also doing regularly you're doing uh, comedy pop ups you have you have that nice big uh, outdoor area. Um, with you know the, the the sofas and the tables and you know the the, the tents and everything and um, so so how how what is how's that been going Heidi? Oh my gosh! Well, it, that was Eric's brainchild to to bring in a, um, the comedy pop ups and it's just been great because 
I think we've averaged like 30 to 40 people who show up once a month on a Saturday night. Um, we've had it now. Gosh, what was the first month that we started, Eric? I don't know, four or five months, hasn't it? I, I'm thinking it was January uh, when we started. Cause it was really? Cold. Okay. <laughs> well, it was cold. Yeah, we, we had the, the, the fire pit going, which is actually a nice little ambient uh, thing, too. So, so yeah, it's, every month we do it, and, and it's just great. We, and the lineup is awesome. I mean, you know, there's people who've been on Conan and Jimmy Kimmel Live, and here they are in Lamita. And that's kind of the running joke is it's like, well, they're coming from Hollywood and all over L.A. and Southern California. And they're, they're like, where exactly am I? And <laughs> what is Lamita? But it makes us excited because it's like we're putting it on the map. I mean, and, and we have people who are locals who actually walk over to the space, and they have this great show that they can see right in their backyard, you know, right. uh, almost right. literally in their backyard. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's a nice little uh, cozy area back there. People sit on the couches, and, and we have the chairs set up. It's, it's a really neat experience. It's outdoors. You've got the, the, the lights going. And, and uh, just a really great, you know, two hours in and out, 8 to 10. Um, bring your own dinner. You want to bring a little picnic lunch or something, that's fine. And, uh, uh you know, it's just, it's just a nice addition, and it just works really well for everybody involved. So just to see people who come over and say, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this was here. That's kind of the point. And so uh, the tickets are like $10, and we're having one actually this Saturday on the 10th uh, at the space. So, yeah, we've been doing them every month, and it's, it's been getting exposure, but it's also just a nice, a nice thing to give to the community and just having that outlet uh, to go have a laugh. God knows we, we need it these days. So. Um, it's a lot of fun. That's one of our our favorite fun events. Well, as you know, you know as well as anybody else, once you move to the South Bay, you never want to leave. You certainly don't want to get on, have to get on a freeway, you know, to drive to Hollywood, God forbid, uh, to see a comedy show, you know. So right. the fact that it's in your backyard and, you know, people, well, it's completely, out, it's great out, out, outside the box thinking, all right? I mean, people are always looking for the new experience, you know, and and to be able to uh, go into, you know, technically a workspace and and do something like like a comedy pop up, it's new, it's different. The price is right. There's no two drink minimum, you know. Right. So so yeah, we're always we're always looking, you know, for the new and the different. And you know, I think I know that probably better than anybody because of my website, and I can see how much traction each of the different, you know, uh, events you know, garner. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, so, you know, and, and, and to do it there where things are happening, you know, I'm always excited about new, the new, you know, what's happening, new things, uh, bring, well, bringing I, in I, different ideas. And I think, you know, again, just how all these things are working together here at the space, the chamber and everything. I mean, you bring locals for about you know, around the community or, or neighbors and they're here at a social, you know, comedy pop-up event Everybody's laid back having a good time. You just start to get chatting, and then you find out, oh, they actually own the business down the street. Oh, by the way, you need a chamber. (laughs) You might want to get involved. So it's these organic conversations that just complement and build those relationships and connections and make them even stronger at something as simple and fun as a comedy show. (laughs) So you just never know. So it's compliments for sure. It works. All right, Joe, um, let's do the station break. And when we come back, I, I want to I wanna ask that big question. How on earth do you start a chamber? But let's do our uh, station break. <clears throat> okay, the big, the big question is coming, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the South Bay Show. This is a hyper-local media podcast based in the South Bay. We have two shows a week. Thursdays uh, at 8 a.m., it's South Bay Spotlight. We're spotlighting uh, some great business or event or, or organization or nonprofit in the South Bay, South Bay Spotlight, 8 a.m. every Thursday. And on Fridays at 8 a.m., it's Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. Uh, we're proud to be sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber uh, on Fridays at 8 a.m., and it's wonderful. It's about the business climate, the government climate in Manhattan Beach, and 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 the greater uh, good uh, of the South Bay as well. And uh, this kind of media can be shared with your neighbors, your friends, or you can share it to your your loved ones in other countries because you can you can email a link to anyone anywhere. 
this kind of hyper-local uh, media matters. It's personal. It's, it's, it's uh, real. Please join us every week. We, we hope to share uh, something of value with you. And uh, Jackie, let's ask the big question. Okay. I don't know who wants to take this, Heidi or Eric, or, or you can, you know, tag team. How do you start a chamber? Give, give, us the his, give us the history. I know there was a chamber in Lomita, and things didn't go well, and now we have a new one. So, so, so tell, us, tell us how this came to be, please. Sure. Uh, so basically, Lomita had a chamber going back to the 50s. Um, so it had a really long run and, um, uh, gosh, I think 2014, 15, um, it basically kind of disbanded. Um, and, uh, what's interesting is, is, um, those individuals who've run the chamber, uh, before were husband and wife teams. So one of them, uh, is George Kivett. He's with Kivett Realty. Uh, he ran it a years ago and with his wife, Sandy, and I've known George since I was 14, which is kind of weird to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we lived here, in, lived here in Lamita growing up, and um, so George actually ran it, and then Chuck and Dottie, they're very prominent, uh, active uh, um, members of Kiwanis and the community. They ran the chamber prior to that. So, um, you know, so there's been different changes in leadership over the years. And what's great is there's been some continuity by Eric and I getting to meet, you know, Chuck and Dottie, getting to know them. We're active in Kiwanis now here in Lamita as well, uh, George, of course, and Sandy. So they've been all very supportive to share their history with us and give us a little bit of a background for, you know, what worked really well in the past, you know, maybe not so well. And so we look to them for some guidance, but we're certainly creating some new things. So um, like I said, few years back, maybe four or five years ago, the, the, the leadership sort of um, left, stepped down, whatever happened, and um, so nobody took the ball and ran with it and started the, started the chamber back up. So, um, you know, we found out about that a few years ago, um, that the chamber had disbanded, and so we thought, gosh, you know, maybe that's something we can do in the future, and, you know, once we acquired this property here in Lameda, having a brick and mortar is such a different kind of business than, you know, doing just marketing, working from your house for 10 years, which is what we did. So um, we thought, gosh, we, we need help as a small business here in the community. <laughs> Where's the chamber? <laughs> so yeah. This is a great, a great opportunity to, um, to launch. And, and I think the timing is perfect because, you know, we had a very positive experience working with the city of Lamita, I have to say. Uh, Lamita is known as the friendly city, but I also want to say that it's known as the business-friendly city. Um, we had a fantastic, you know, experience and relationship opening our, our business, you know, doing all the changes that we needed to do to, to our building um, and getting nothing but support. Um, and that I'm seeing echoed through some of the other newer businesses that have started up, including the, the Burn and Daylight Brewery. I know the city was instrumental in helping them in so many different ways to get them launched, uh, to have that beautiful building that's in keeping with the look and feel of the downtown area get launched. The city has been very supportive. Uh, we have Bites and Bashes, which is a phenomenal restaurant and catering company right next door to Continental Gourmet. And I'm happy to say Continental Gourmet with their world-famous empanadas, are a member of the chamber, uh, and they've been in the community for a really long time. Um, so, go, you know, Sergio. Go, go, Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, if you come to one of our mixers, you might be having some really good empanadas. So come on out, people. But um, just going back to your point, you know, we saw the opportunity there. We had a vest, have a vested interest here in the community through our business and saw the need uh, for other businesses maybe not getting the exposure and, and attention that they deserve. And, and that's the whole thing with the chambers. We're here to be the voice of the, of the business community, but also to make sure the community is aware of the businesses that are here. And that, you know, that's going back to some other experiences I've had in different roles where you have to remind people you're here, you know, and, and we, it's so easy just to go online and order stuff, but you still want that experience. So some people may not even know that Vernon Daylight's here, and they've been here now for a little while. You know, Project Barley's opening up. We need to get the word out. Or you have transitions. So you've got a, a dance company that's under new management. And, you know, you need to get the word out about them, too, because they're, they're reopening. So that's what we're here to do. Um, we, we basically launched a brand-new corporation. Um, and uh, we contacted the right experts in this field, starting a nonprofit. 
And certainly the experience I've had on other boards, you know, I kind of have the back end and, and I started off working for nonprofit. And of course, starting our own corporations over the years, we, we were somewhat well-versed in that prospect or pro- process. So basically we, we took the initiative and we started it. But before we did that, we had a couple of key meetings with small business owners in the community. And basically said, what do you guys want? Because we have a phenomenal opportunity to not be a cookie cutter chamber Certainly, we need to do the basics of what most chambers do, which is advocacy and speaking up to the businesses and marketing and promoting them and having community events to help build economic strength and growth. But what do we truly need? We can custom design this chamber for exactly what the business community needs. So um, we had those initial meetings, uh, got buy-in, great support, very enthusiastic, wonderful energy. Everybody's very excited about this. And then we go and we meet with the city. So Certainly the city manager and the economic development director, they, we've had several meetings with them before we got started and they were totally in support. Uh, city council and mayor in support. Uh, Mark Warrenek was a very key instrumental and still very involved. Uh, you know, he's very engaged in Lameda. He's one of our council members and he's former mayor. Uh, so we, we approached all the right parties and said, here's what we're thinking of doing. And they were on board and, and said, absolutely. So with that started the corporation and, um, uh, once we got the corporation up and running, we got some initial founding members, including the South Bay Credit Union, uh, Coastal Funeral Center. They're, um, they've actually are remodeling the old uh, Gamby's Funeral Home on Narbonne Avenue. Uh, they're part of the Green Hills family. They came on board. Um, Pystern is another member that came on board early. They will be building new apartments in the area. So. Um, with that, we got started. I mean, we're kind of the joke is the chamber is one of the newest business startups in Lanita. <laughs> but um, but uh, really, it was it was go, really going grassroots and having those initial meetings and making sure the support was there, and then taking the initiative mm-hmm. to make it happen. And now we're at this transitional point where we're growing our membership. We're at 36 members, and we started actively recruiting in June. Um, so we're growing and now our challenge is to continue to grow and attract, you know, the good quality members to our board of directors. So, um, you know, we're taking the ball and running with it and getting everything established, leading some great initiatives and programs, but that's our challenge right now is growing that membership base, growing our leaders through our board of directors and, and getting volunteers on board to help some of these initiatives uh, carry forward because the chamber of commerce really is directed by its board. Um, so it'll be great to sort of make that shift once we have everybody in place. But, you know, it's, it's been a very busy couple of months since we've launched and, uh, um, having the support from the city and the, and the, the key stakeholders with these local businesses was instrumental in the process. Well, mm-hmm. we should mention that, uh, uh, Heidi has a ton of experience. She was on the board of the Redonda Beach Chamber of Commerce for years and various committees so so she she has the insider's knowledge of of how how a chamber works and functions uh and uh and now she's bringing it to lamita <laughs> no we're we're honored and you know it's been great working with with eric too because you know he's been doing some phenomenal work uh through social media and just getting the word out there uh, to the rest of the community. Um, that's partly, I think, how we when we found out most of our members, I think, right, Eric? I mean, through some yeah, of your posts uh, so, on Instagram. So far, about 90% of our membership have found us via Instagram and then went directly to the website from Instagram and signed up via our online uh, application and payment form. And before they even reached out and talked to us, they were members. Wow. So, wow. so social media works. <laughs> well, no, and and obviously the business community was was hungry. They they were hungry for 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 a chamber. You know, if they're they're not even meeting you first and they're just signing up, let's get this ball rolling, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a very good point. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention was that Heidi uh, mentioned we had uh, grassroots efforts. We had a number of meetings with a bunch of local business owners, and one thing that that came out of that was the desire to have a printed newspaper for the city of Lomita. Mm. And we were kind of surprised by that, but we looked into it and we're, we are actually launching uh, something we're calling the Lomita Neighborhood News, which will be direct mailed out to 10,000 residents and business owners within the city of Lomita. Um, so 
that's just one more benefit for our membership is being able to get in that paper and promote it directly to the locals here. You know, I've wow. noticed that. I've noticed that over the last what doing what I do over the last eight plus years is um, it's so funny because you you hear about how you know newspapers are shutting down or they're getting thinner and thinner and uh, you know the the internet has impacted publishing the way it's impacted you know uh, uh, music and various other um, uh, industries uh, but I see that now I'm seeing that um, there's there 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 are hyper local publications now there there are publications that are printed strictly for just a specific neighborhood um yeah. and and yeah and they're and they're kind of all over the place now it's uh i don't know it's a weird boomerang effect like uh, papers were going away but now it's coming back and it's becoming much more personalized and uh, and as i said hyper local um well, that's, that's, you can, you can you can get information through this this medium that you can still touch and hold, which I think some people still are more comfortable with in our community here. Um, and you're getting information without all of the noise that you sometimes find online. So I think that's kind of a nice respite for some people. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and what were you going to say, Providing the ability for local businesses to actually send out a, a, an advertising piece, in essence, informational uh, piece, out to residents who could walk to their storefront is really, really powerful versus something like the Daily Breeze, which goes out across a huge area, and you don't know where you're hitting, where your ad's hitting. Right. 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 Well, you guys are busy. I'm exhausted just <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I like, I, I, I like it. what, I like what you were saying about how this chamber can be anything we want it to be. Um, we all know for too long chambers around the country, and many still are. They're, they're the old school, the old school chamber. Um, very basic, uh, old boys club type of situation. Uh, they do things the way they've been doing them since the 50s or, or earlier. Right. And and now we yeah. are starting to see uh, some of the local changers, uh, chambers uh, switch things up a little bit. Uh, come into the 21st century, um, you know there 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 are still local chambers that don't that don't use social media. I mean it, it you know it, it's right. taken right. people time. Right. Well, and, and, and I think you know it's been great through this whole process. Is you know we did a ton of research and work into the whole co work space before we opened our our campus here. And so seeing all the creative new ideas that the co-work uh, spaces have incorporated and done, I mean, and in, some, in some cases, some of the co-work areas are all pseudo you know, business organizations, you know. So seeing that sort of progressive approach with also researching what other chambers have done around the country um, and seeing the creativity and the opportunities to create something different. One chamber in uh, Texas, uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, they have a standing rule with their board where it's not going to be, it's not allowed to say, uh, well, we've always done it this way. That's basically people get fined. So it's almost like the swear jar. So if they say we've always done it this way, then they put a dollar yep. in the jar. Well, we're brand new, so you can't really say that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, that's the point. You have to be progressive. So this is a new energy that we're bringing forward. We've listened to what's worked in the past. Let's bring some of those things back if they're still relevant and effective. And, and we respect and honor those who've actually led the chamber in the past to help guide us too. So um, it's exciting. We, we love what we do. It is when, exciting. When it, is I, exciting. It, is, it is exciting. When I hear you talk about new kinds of media, I get excited because of course we're in the podcast space and I can't wait till the, Lomita Chamber of Commerce starts their uh, association with the South Bay show and starts their own <laughs> podcast. Oh, that's subtle, I Joe. really can't. So subtle. <laughs> so, you know, we have a podcast studio here at Social Workplace, and we're happy yeah. to have you come by and try it out. Wow. Oh, you may, wow. You may never get rid of them. We're <laughs> <laughs> inviting well, them in the house. in. <laughs> Don't get too excited, Joe. This is <laughs> this this no. This is the this is 
the thing that, uh, you know, there are certain kinds of people, a certain class, Jackie and I mostly refer to them as the top 10% or the top 20% that really clue in to a podcast like this because they don't really have time to go to meetings. They have set meetings. We, we get a certain kind of listener base and it typically involves, you know, government officials and, uh, business leaders and, uh, uh, people in the community that really want to know what's going on and want to be connected and, it's kind of interesting. I think it's uh, the same thing all over that people need their own local newspapers. This is critical in terms of, uh, in terms of freedom and democracy. A local newspaper is absolutely critical. I think, I think what Joe is saying is, I think what Joe is saying is that our podcast is not fluff, right? (laughs) Well, it isn't no. today. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So, well, you, you so, meant. Oh, so go ahead, talking, hmm? Well, I was going to no, be go ahead, talking sorry. about LomitaChamber.org. LomitaChamber.org. What else is there to talk about? Oh, good point. Um, maybe you <laughs> could. Uh, I've been trying to get Mark Warnick on this podcast for years. He's a slippery <laughs> fellow. I, I run into him at all these different events that, you know, I know him. I've known him over the years. And I'm like, Mark. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll do it. Oh, okay. All right. But he never seems to – he still hasn't still hasn't gotten here. So I'm counting on the two of you to, uh, you know, light a fire <laughs> under him and say, you got you got to get on this podcast. We, we can try, but 8 a.m. is kind of early. He's a busy guy. Hey, let me tell you something. We used to do this show at 7. Remember Joe? Right. For the first for the first few years, I it was know. a seven a.m. podcast. You know, yeah, and we had a hard time getting a lot of people to do it at seven a.m., which you know, uh, especially those pesky musicians that uh, stay up all night. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely want to get Mark on, or, or a couple of, uh, you know, I've, I said we, it doesn't just have to be you; it could be a couple of other city council people. But I'm very excited. I'm very excited about what's happening in Lomita. You know, I'm five minutes from Lomita, so it's good for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, especially there's, with some of the things that are happening here. Oh, I'm sorry. Sagan, Sagan, Heidi, Eric. Um, I, oh, who's first? Go ahead, Eric. Well, Go, Heidi. Comedy show. <laughs> oh, I was just saying that um, you know maybe in future shows we can definitely reach out to perhaps either the economic development uh, director or the city manager and uh, Mark or even the mayor. Um, I'm sure they, they'd appreciate the opportunity um, just to share their vision for, for what's happening in Lamita. So let's see what we can do on that. Well, you know, Heidi, that's what this podcast is particularly good at is uh, we're good, really good at going out and finding out the new stuff, you know, yep. finding out what the new stuff, you know, I mean, I think, I think Joe, that we were the first people to really to, to cover the El Segundo art walk. I mean, mm-hmm. right? We, we we had Holly on um, right. that the very first the very first year they did. It. I mean, nobody knew about it. You know, it, it would it would make me crazy. I'd be out with friends and or at events. I'd be like, oh yeah, you hear about this else going to artwork? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, you're not reading my website. Great. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so we're we're all, we we love the new. Um, we we love when new things are going on, new things are happening, and we want to get the word out. You know, I get bored easily. I need new things constantly. So. Well, we've got some new things happening right. here. Can I tell you about them? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So we have a ribbon cutting coming up uh, for Project Barley on uh, August 17th. That's a Saturday. That's their grand opening. So that's the newest brewery in Lamita. Uh, they call themselves a nano brewery, which I guess is even more specialized and more craft than a microbrewery, which sounds awesome to me. Um, so, again, August 17th, that's Saturday at 11 a.m. is when it's kicking off. So we'll be doing a ribbon cutting, and I'm sure they're going to have just a great, great celebration there. And, of course, uh, Project Barley is actually uh, started by or part of the partnership is the band Barley, which you know, yeah. Beach City should know about. So that's a nice little connection. And then um, the other ribbon cutting we're having is at the Legacy Dance and Fitness Studio, um, at the corner of Narbonne and Lameda Boulevard. That's August 30th. 
That's a Friday at 4 p.m. They're going to have demonstrations of their shows, and they've got hip-hop, cardio classes, Zumba. They've got kids, Hawaiian, Polynesia, and hula classes. It's a great, great place with a great couple. So that's their grand reopening. We're having a ribbon cutting there, too. So these are free events for the community, and it's just a great way to come and experience some of the things that are in Lomita. Uh, so, again, Project Barley's over on PCH between uh, uh, Pennsylvania and Cyprus. Uh, so, like you said, Jackie, if you're in the deep cities as well, come on over. It's just a straight, straight shot down PCH. So, uh, all of these are on our um, website, lamitachamber.org. And the last thing I wanted to share is August 24th is something called Community Day. This is what the Lamita Railroad Museum Foundation does. Yes. Lamita mm-hmm. Railroad Museum is, a, is an iconic part of our city here. It's a great place to take your kids and family. Um, and they have a huge community day that's coming out. So you can just meet the people in your neighborhood, the businesses. There's going to be nonprofits, including the chamber. We'll have a booth there, too. Um, and they give back a lot to our community, too. They're, they're a member of, of the chamber, we're proud to say. So a lot of great events. I encourage everybody to go to the LomitaChamber.org website and go to our calendar. And uh, the three events that I just mentioned are all free. Um, so we'll be having um, our next mixer will be the annual regional at Seaside Lagoon. That's actually all 13 South Bay Chambers will be partnering to promote that. So hundreds of people will be at that event. It's a great event. So Lomita Chamber is proud to be a partner and sponsor on supporting that uh, combined chamber event on August 28th. So lots of fun stuff happening this month. Go to the website, check it out. And I hope to see more people out there enjoying the chamber events. And right. you're going to have your comedy pop up this sat. Is it Saturday? Uh, this Saturday, yeah, August. Saturday, doors open at seven. Doors open at seven, and I uh, just want to let you know all of these events are on my website. So you can go to my website. You can go to the Lomita Chamber website. Um, so um, give us give us all your contact information for social work pages, the chamber, get location, websites. Uh, give us give us all the contact info, please. So the best way to reach out about our uh, Social Workplace campus is just to go to the website socialworkplace.com and book a tour. Come by for some coffee and tea. Come check the space out. That's usually the best way to sort of figure out if this will work for you. And our calendar is online there as well. If you don't find our events at South Bay by Jackie, which they'll probably be there. Thank you, Jackie. Go to socialworkplace.com. Again, there's a calendar there, but come and book a tour or just come on by. We're located at 2315 Lamita Boulevard in Lamita. We are just uh, between Narbonne Avenue and Pennsylvania, just past Crenshaw. So we're, we're not too far from Torrance and, and conveniently located in the heart of the South Bay. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, mm-hmm. uh, any information regarding the chamber, you can join as a member online. You can see the member benefits. But... Uh, go to lamitachamber.org, um, and you, our phone number's there, our email address is there. You can call or contact us. And because we are located at the Social Workplace Campus, you can come on by as well at the same location. So um, we're here, and we're, we're excited to meet more people and, and uh, come to the space or join the chamber. This is exciting. This is exciting. You know, uh, Heidi's been on our show several times, but this is the first time for Eric. Welcome to the podcast, Eric. Thank you very much. Welcome. And by the way, I want to say I appreciate the the the, the promotion for the social. I mean, for the uh, comedy club. I saw it in your newsletter. Yeah, yeah that's what mm-hmm. I do. That's what I do. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So, Joe, uh, take us home. Well, uh, Eric, uh, Heidi, we're so glad to have you. I mean, this is so important. The combination of resources and uh the 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 uh, what is what do they say the the uh sum is greater than the the <laughs> parts or something like that what the, is the that sum saying is, sum, the, the sum is greater than the whole or or many hands make less work or there's a bunch of them. there's a bunch of them Joe okay a bunch of how them. about the whole is greater than the sum of the parts something there you like go. okay Okay. Yeah, that you that guys right. are wholeness. You guys are whole <laughs> holism for business in a nutshell. It's amazing. Uh Heidi Butzine, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Eric Bowman. Wow. This is amazing, Eric. <laughs> 
It is. It's an amazing opportunity for local businesses, and I hope they take advantage of it. I do, too, as well. Thank you, Jackie, and uh, that's our show. Thank you, Jackie. That's a show. Always a pleasure, Joe. Talk tomorrow. Talk tomorrow. See you, everybody. Bye, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.